Welcome, everyone, to Force of Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew D. Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host, David Botcher. Terrific. This week, we will be visiting an old pal of ours. Its name is... Rabies. That's right. Rabies is back. Uh, originally, I actually planned on doing a spider episode this week, but I, I just had a change of mind, and we're going to actually push back the spider episode to around Halloween time. Hmm. That sounds kind of funny that rabies changed your mind. Oh, yeah. Is that an effect that's going on? It's a symptom just showing up? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. But uh, uh, I think I think spider would be, spiders would be good suited for Halloween. Remember last yeah. year for Halloween we did uh, werewolves, werewolves and vampire bats. Yeah. So this year, I think we're going to do spiders and rats. Nice. Because the rats will be a really good episode, actually. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's why I switched it. Uh, and, uh, yes, our old pal is back. And we are going to be going uh, over some new things about rabies that we found out. Some old things, some new things. But uh, it's going to be a good episode. Uh, we hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode about the man-eating lions of Savo. One of our most famous stories that we've covered, but uh, I really enjoyed doing that one. Yeah. So go back and check it out if you haven't yet. As always, we are joined in the studio by everyone's favorite cheetah, Colonel Cheetor. Rabies, huh? Well, at least we're not talking about those bitch-ass lions. Yes, we are. For now. Done with them. For now. Those lions might come back at some time, though, Cheetor. Yeah. But as always, we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning into us. We've been doing real well on our downloads. Uh, we had we beat our record for most downloads in a day after we released the last episode. That's that's great. Nice. Uh, that's awesome. So thank you, everyone. And if you enjoy the show, something you can do uh, to contribute is go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you use. Give us a review. Give us five stars. Say something you like about the show. Uh, and I, I know I say it every week, but the ratings and reviews really do help out. It helps our podcast gain more tension, gain more listeners, and uh, it would mean a lot to us, so please do that. But Dave, what do you say we get going? Let's do it. All right, so on our show, rabies has actually come up fairly often. Uh, we've had quite a few rabies-related stories, rather it be a person that has contracted the disease or a person who was attacked by an, a rabid animal. Yeah. Uh, rabies was a real big surprise to me when we started this podcast. I admit that before doing the show, I barely knew anything about rabies. Mm. I don't know if you feel the same. Did you know anything about it? No, just the Louis Pasteur story about the vaccination. That was it. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Old Yeller. That was, oh, yeah. That was about yeah. all I knew. Uh, so throughout the show, it's been very interesting to learn about, I think. In fact, we already did one episode all about uh, the ra all about rabies, episode twelve. So this episode, we will focus more on some stories. We're gonna do more more of a story related uh, okay. episode. But we're but first, I do want to do some recap for say some new listeners and go over rabies a little bit more uh, stuff that we may have said, and then some new stuff that okay. that I've learned more recently. So, Dave, what is rabies? Well, it's a viral disease that causes inflammation of the brain, and it exists in humans and other mammals. It makes them go, 
insane in the membrane. That is true. It does. <laughs> Rabies has the highest death rate of any viral disease. How high? Dave? Well, I was just about to ask you. Dave, what is the death rate of uh, someone who is infected with rabies and, and showing symptoms and doesn't get a, the vaccine. What is it? hundred percent. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sounds like Napoleon <laughs> dynamite right there. Uh, yeah. The virus uh, is hundred percent death rate. The vi- it is spread when an infected animal bites or even scratches a human or another animal so it really is the closest thing to a zombie virus. Yeah. We focused more on the zombie thing last time. But, uh, yeah, it's being spread through uh, the saliva. Yeah. That's what it's from. It's just, yeah, if you think about it, the virus makes you go crazy enough that you then are crazy on somebody else and they get it. Yeah. It spreads to them that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, if you remember, there has been no documented cases of human-to-human transfer of rabies. So no, not it's not darn. like you know it's, a human has not bitten another human that's given another that human rabies that that's has, true hasn't happened that's true now globally animals that are most rec, uh, reckon or responsible sorry for spreading the disease are what animal raccoon no uh dog dogs okay dogs it's like uh, by a high percentage this is worldwide right okay. Now. So it's like 90-something percent is from dogs. Uh, yeah, lovable canines, man's best friend, but they can kill you with one small bite. <laughs> now, this is the yeah, this is the case for the worldwide average, and most of the deaths come from Africa, India, and Southeast Asia. So if, but if we go into the U.S, the most common source the animal source comes from, what remember? Common- most Where does rabies come from the most? Oh, in Africa or Asia? No, in the U.S. Oh, bats. Bats, correct. It's bats. And we've covered uh, we covered a story, one episode, about a guy. This was long, several episodes back, about a guy here in Utah who yeah. died from rabies from a bat bite. Uh, and Well, they think it was a, just a scratch. Yeah, that's right. I think They do think yeah. it was a scratch. And bat, well, bat bites and scratches are so small and they can go really unnoticed. And that's what happened. It was the first rabies death in Utah in like 70 years. Yeah. And I, I remember they had bats like living in their home that were coming inside and they thought that bats were kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cute until they kill you. <laughs> uh, so let that be a lesson, everyone. Don't let bats live in your home. Yeah. Rabies is really weird, though, and how it works, too. There is a, a very long incubation period from when you're infected to when symptoms start showing up. You remember that? Yeah. And after being infected by a bite, a person may not have symptoms for two to three months. That's kind of the average. Okay. But it could start up as soon as one week or take as long as a year. For the symptoms to show Whoa. up. So it really, there's lots of, that marries person to person. And part of it depends on where you get bit. Yeah. The goal of the virus is to get to the brain, but it's really slow in how it does that. So if you get bit, say, on the neck or somewhere close, it will probably take 
um, a shorter amount of time for it to get to your yeah. brain as opposed to say you got bit on the hand or foot. Yeah. So maybe the symptoms would show longer if you got bitten, say, on the foot. Uh, yeah. That, But it's also dependent on person to person. There's no guarantees in any of that. Yeah. And before symptoms show, uh, there isn't a way to diagnose a person with rabies, really. So... There is only, uh, if there's only a bite from an animal, that may have rabies. Unless the animal is caught and proven to have rabies. Does that make sense? Yeah. So doctors won't know if you have rabies unless, until the symptoms show. Hmm. But So it's always just done precaution. Yes, it's always on precaution unless that they find the animal that bit them, say a dog, and so they could test the dog and like, yeah, that dog's got rabies, you definitely got rabies. So you got it. So it's always precautionary. Yes. Uh, But yeah, it's a crucial time period because before you show symptoms, you must get the rabies vaccine or else you will die. And remember, once symptoms show up, the vaccine does not work. So sayonara. That's really how it is. It's just it's actually a scary rabies is scarier than you think. Yeah. And the vaccine is really good, too, and it will save your life. I'll talk more about the vaccine in a little bit. But let's talk about some of the symptoms. Uh, Definitely not something you want to go through. It can be really bad. Early symptoms can include fever and tingling at the site of the bite. These symptoms are followed by one or more of the following. Violent spasms. Uncontrolled excitement. Confusion, inability to move certain body parts, uh, loss of consciousness, foaming at the mouth, and fear of water. The virus will um, essentially close your throat muscles and you can lose the ability to swallow. Yeah. And then there's also the violence, which isn't, I don't know how dramatic that is for humans. I think it's more hallucinatory with humans. Possibly. Because, like I said, there's never been a documented case of a person biting another person. So, I don't know how severe that is for humans, but it definitely happens in animals. It's the rage. That's part of its theme. Uh, So, it sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah. Definitely not something you want. Uh, Actually, rabies used to be called hydrophobia. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know when they it got changed to the name rabies, but back in the like 1800s, early 1900s, it was called hydrophobia. Like the dog's got the hydrophobia. Yeah. Remember that in Old Yeller. Yeah. But so in the U.S. and other Western countries, rabies isn't a huge deal anymore because of the vaccine. But in other areas, particularly parts of like Sub-Saharan Africa, India, Southeast Asia, rabies is still a big problem there. Mm. Yeah. In the U S rabies kills maybe <laughs> zero to three people a year. Okay. So I mean, it could be zero, could be three in between, <laughs> but the annual worldwide deaths can get up to over 50,000 people a year. Wow. The majority of the deaths uh, like I said, come from Sub-Saharan Africa, India, and Southeast Asia. But 50,000 a year is uh, a lot. And yeah. that is, that's pretty, that's what most of my sources said, that it was right around 50,000. So we're going to stick with that. Hmm. 
Um, they just don't have as much access to the vaccine, we could say, but they, I mean, they do still have access to it. And rabies exists on every continent except Antarctica, obviously. There are some rabies-free zones, though. Uh, many islands in the Pacific are, they claim to be rabies-free. I think Hawaii in included. Okay. A number of countries, including Australia, Japan, and several Western European countries, do not have rabies amongst dogs. Okay. So we said rabies can be transmitted through dogs and bats, but many other animals can be carriers. Animals that present the greatest risks are dogs, bats. Then we have cats, foxes, coyotes, bobcats, raccoons, skunks, wolves, monkeys, and mongooses. Oh, wow. And that is the correct plural. It's mongooses. mongooses. Yes. Um, other animals can get it too. Say like bears, weasels, groundhogs, cattle, and other farm animals can get it. It's not limited to these animals, but they are these ones that I've named are kind of the most common. Okay. Something interesting, though, is that rabies, or sorry, is that rabbits, hares, and rodents are not known to, they're very, very seldom will have rabies. Huh. Very seldom. Uh, the reason to this might be that these small rodents are typically killed by an encounter with a larger rabbit animal. <laughs> so that that makes sense though doesn't it yeah i mean like rodents like mice rats squirrels chipmunks and animals like that if they run into a ra rabid coyote say coyote's probably going to kill them yeah so in, uh other than just bite them and then they'll be <laughs> fine and then they can transmit it yeah. but uh, we did however have a good story where we told about a rabid beaver Oh yeah, yeah. Beavers, beavers are rodents, but they're they're larger rodents, yeah. so you can see that. Uh, yeah, this that story was one of our favorite stories that we covered. Huh, yeah, we covered that in our anniversary episode and way back in like episode ten. Yeah, but we had a, a guy that reminded me of Larry the Cable Guy, who was getting <laughs> attacked by a rabid beaver. This beaver would not stop, and he was in a kayak, and his daughter was in another kayak, and they're, they're, they had a dog there, but the dog just took off and yeah. that didn't play a part in any of it. He's like, I'm messing with the rabies. Yeah. So the Larry the Cable Guy, that, that's what he reminded me of. He had to beat the beaver with rocks and a log until yeah. he finally smashed its brains open. Yeah. But that's a, that's the series that uh, rabies is, and it was driving this. The beaver would not stop coming at yeah. them. Isn't that isn't that odd that a beaver gets hydrophobia? Yeah, well, the beaver was in the water, so maybe... Yeah, isn't that weird? Go figure. Maybe it didn't count to the words uh, uh, of a... A water, a kind of a water mammal develops the hydrophobia, the fear yeah, of water I don't, I don't know disease, if it, it you know? obviously didn't have hydrophobia because it was swimming in the water. So yeah, that's true. Maybe that's a species thing. That's funny. I don't know. But something else interesting is that birds and reptiles... Or, sorry, okay, so this is just for birds. Birds can develop antibodies naturally oh. and recover naturally if they are infected. So say they eat like a dead animal off uh -huh. the, the road or something, they, their bodies can fight the rabies virus. Oh, really weird and interesting. Nice. Huh? Um, and also reptiles, they Maybe their brains are so small that they just can't, can't. yeah, it's like, oh, there's nothing here to eat. We're dead. We're the rabies virus just dies. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, there's nothing bird here. Bird brain. Bird brain. <laughs> 
But, uh, well, if you think about it, so say like, Anna, you know, I said, um, depends where you get bit. Yeah. I guess for, I mean, we're larger than most of the animals that get rabies. So it probably gets to them quicker. That right? would be true. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially because their heart rates are faster too. Yeah. Smaller so the animal. say like even a coyote that they would probably, get, it would probably reach their brain before, yeah, yeah. before it would reach ours. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah, rabies is weird, and yes, reptiles, they don't get rabies either. Oh, okay. So now let's briefly go over the rabies vaccine itself. Okay. Let's start from at the beginning. Before the vaccine, virtu- uh, virtually all infections with rabies related in death. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Until two French scientists. Do you, you said you knew their name? Louis Pasteur. Louis Louis Pasteur. I like it, yeah. I was going to say Louis Pasteur. Yeah. <laughs> but you said it better. Okay, because that's pretty French. Well, and then, uh, do you know the other guy? No. Emile Rox. Oh. Em- Emile. It's got the E with the apostrophe thing above it. Oh, okay. Emile. Let's see. R-O- Emile. Emile R-O-N-X. Rouge. Rouge. Uh, interesting. Know. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that one. R-O-U-X, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, they developed the first rabies vaccine in 1885. What do you know about Louis Pasteur then? Louis Pasteur? Yeah. Uh, Just that he was, yeah, we had a book that just talked about it. It was a kid's book. Hmm. And it talked about how he came up with a vaccination for it. It was, you know, it was was totally for kids. Right. Because it had... uh, the rabies vaccine, and it showed, ah, it had little monsters inside your bodies, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, here's what the vaccine does. And then it had French soldiers going through your, <laughs> killing the monster thing. Like, like in the pictures in the book. Yeah, yeah, just like, you know, like little zombies running around. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. French, and you sure the French didn't give up? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I must have had Napoleon in there. But, uh, oh, um, what, what's something funny about it, though, thinking back, is that, um, in the book, it was there was a story of a boy who was playing with a dog and got bit. Oh, and, you know, he's bit and he's hurt and and he's like, oh, he's sick now. Like the, he's laying in bed, he's bedridden, sick. You know, they're mm-hmm. washing him with a rag. And the story is like, the only the, let's try this vaccine because it's the only way it might save his life. But I'm thinking, wait a minute. That would mean he's showing symptoms. Oh, he's he's gone. Yeah, so it wouldn't have worked. So yeah, but he got it's the a point misleading the fact- story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. That's funny. Yeah. All right. So um, the first human that was vaccinated happened on July 6th, 1885. It happened to a nine-year-old boy. Yeah, that's what Maybe this is <laughs> a, was his name Joseph. I don't remember the name. Joseph Meister, who had been mauled by a rabid dog. Yeah. So it, that was probably about the boy. Yeah. Interesting. So how the vaccine works... Well, it's it's complicated process, so and I, I'm not a scientist, so I didn't get all the fancy You'll words You'll have to in get here. down to the cellular details, no, Matt. No, definitely not. <laughs> but uh, how, the, how it works is if you go to the doctor with a bite and need the vaccine, you obviously want to do it as soon as possible, right? Yeah. Well, and uh, even once you get bitten, you want to go and wash the wound out as soon as possible as well with soap and water. This will, is effective in reducing the number of viral particles that can get in you. Yeah. Or bacterial infections, if that's going to be part of it too. You yeah, know? yeah. And also use iodine and alcohol is recommended as well. This is kind of like from the CDC, they say a few okay. things. 
But how it works is the vaccine that a person will receive, they'll receive one dose of... All right. Immo... <laughs> Take your time. I Take swear, your time. I, I was doing so. <laughs> I swear, when I was writing it, it was like, oh, immunoglobin. Yep. Immunoglobulin? Yeah. Immunoglobulin? Yeah. Immunoglobulin. Immunoglobulin. Globulin. <laughs> That's how you got me messing up. This is a tough word. Yeah. Immunoglobulin. <laughs> I don't think that was right. Anyway, that stuff. Um, so you get a dose of that, and then you get four doses of the vaccine over a 14-day period. Is how oh, it works. Okay. And getting the vaccine isn't much different than getting a flu shot. For some reason, there's a misconception that getting the rabies vaccine is a painful thing to go through. I heard a story where someone said it was painful. Maybe it was. It might be a case-by-case kind of basis, you know. Maybe, but I, I, I literally watched a video of a six-year-old boy getting the vaccine and he barely cried a little bit we he was fine just a shot yeah it yeah. was it was a flu shot so maybe back i think i read something that maybe they did transferred it different they did something differently oh, years okay. ago so maybe that was how it used to be a long time ago but now it's just like a flu shot oh, okay so it's not a big it's not a big deal to get it and the vaccine is virtually 100 percent effective against rabies so take that anti-vax people nice I don't understand the anti-vax people at all. Vaccines are like literally one of one of, if not the greatest inventions of all time. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. Well, if, if also everyone's everyone is different. Every, you know, why some people have cancer, some don't. Some people have uh, diseases, some people don't. You know, mm-hmm. and so you never know if one of those vaccines just react. Your body reacts differently to That's it. That's possible. It, it does, maybe it thinks it's something bad and tries to fight it and can't because it's something that's supposed to be spread in your system and you're supposed to have. That's you know? possible. So, so there, that's very, that's got to be a really tiny. Well, I'm sure they are, but yeah, that's the problem with that is that people then, if they're forced to and they become the bad, you know, they're the unlucky one that it harms or whose kid it harms, you feel horrible and you're like, well, crap. You know? Yeah, you'd feel even more horrible if you didn't give him a life-saving vaccine, and then they eventually die from it. Yeah, that's, it's one. I know it's one of those things where the only way to get angry at it is past tense. You know, yeah, is when it's when it's happened. So, but in general, it so, helps more people than it would hurt. Yeah. So get yeah, definitely get the vaccine. So it's, for your children. it's some people are just scared of it because because there's a, a minute maybe. chance of you know the. The one to billion or one to yeah. hundred million chance that yours is the unlucky one. You Possibly, know? yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, yeah, you should definitely get them. It's done. a better chance than yeah, than yeah. not having. Yeah, you should definitely like get them. Yeah. <laughs> and if, chances are higher the other way around. Let's put yes, it that way. Yes. So get them. Uh, and if you ever talk to an anti-vax person, ask them about ra- the rabies vaccine. Like I'm genuinely curious. I've, I've, uh, I've, I've wanted to ask them, but I've never found a. Uh, anti-vax person but uh, i wanted to ask them about the rabies so would you get the rabies vaccine or not because it's a vaccine yeah that's interesting it's either you get it or you die so (laughs) do you feel comfortable getting this vaccine that should be a no-brainer yeah (laughs) you know because the rabies attacks the brain yeah i I I got it it was stupid (laughs) but no seriously like i would like to ask them about the rabies vaccine see if they well first off hopefully maybe they would know enough about it and be like would they be like, yeah, I'll get that one, or would yeah. they be like, I know, I, I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a case by case basis again. But depending on the person, well, you know? then they'd be they're going to die if they don't get it. Yeah. So, I, I'm curious to ask the anti-vax person that. Yeah. Anyway, I, I for some reason I've been reading about anti-vax and oh, have you? I, I've always had a thing. I've always like in college I did a lot of papers on like the Black Plague. Um, did you really? Did you really, Matt? I did. Hundred <laughs> percent. And like um, the Spanish flu. For some reason, I was uh-huh. really into that. And like, I like those like into, anth- the, into the historical deaths. Right? I yeah, dude. I got wow. That. Millions of people died. I'm doing a report on that. <laughs> kind of true. <laughs> and like, I like the movies, like the pandemic movies and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know why, but I've always been interested in. It, so I was. It's interesting to learn about the vaccination people, anti-vax. Anyway, let's let's get let's move oh. on from from that. There is some bad news about the vaccine, though. Oh, it is expensive. Mm. In the U.S., vaccinations can cost around ten thousand dollars. That's how they get you up the butt, either way. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the vaccine or... They don't the, shoot it up your butt, <laughs> dude, but... <laughs> I, I, I should have just said, you got to bend over either way. <laughs> That's true. Hey. Uh, and I don't know how about insurance and if that will... Which one's covered or not. I don't know. I don't yeah. know anything about that. But it's still going to be around $10,000, give or take. But oh, uh, Wow. But if you get bit and no insurance to cover it, that can be a big problem. Yeah. Because without it, you're going to die. So I, know. I imagine you got to get it. You just got to get it. So you're going to be in the hole for a long time now. <laughs> Gee. Uh, every year around 15 million people get the vaccination after potential exposures. Okay. So it is a precautionary thing. Now here's one question I have. Do we get the rabies shot growing up? I think we do. I don't know. Do we? I think so, but I could be wrong. I have no idea. I, I'm I'm going to assume that we that that's part of the uh, vaccinations we get, you know, as, as a, a baby come, growing up, you know, because uh, I know uh, animals need to be vaccinated. Yeah. With it. Well, in fact, like dogs get vaccinated like every year or two with Is the rabies. Oh, I have to get Mikey. Yeah, you're luckily he's indoor, but. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, that's a big problem. Yeah. Is the costs and uh, i think i have more on that in a bit um i got a couple quick facts and then we're gonna get into some stories okay so uh in india has the most um people that get infected it's like 35 percent wow that's high of all of the rabies cases are in india oh okay gee followed by china then the democratic republic of the congo in africa oh wow so, um, rabies actually kills 190 people every day. Gee. I, I didn't do the math, but that's what the source said. So we'll trust it, I guess. But yeah, if you think about it in those, it's weird to think about it in those terms. 190 yeah. people a day die from rabies, yeah. which is a totally preventative thing. And yet here in the United States, we get zero to three. Yeah, zero to know, three a in year. a year. And this is 190 people a day worldwide. That's crazy. And if you think about it, rabies is the most lethal virus known to man. In the mm. in the sense that no other virus has a one hundred percent kill rate, yeah. So it really is the most lethal virus. It's wow. weird in how it acts, and it's, well, it's maybe not as well. It's hard to point. It's not like some other of the um, yeah your body viruses can sometimes fight it off and yeah. So other viruses, I mean, even some of the worst ones have like a seventy or eighty percent chance, and this is a hundred. You wow. know. 
Uh, well, and to go on with the 100%, there has actually been 14 documented cases ever worldwide where somebody did show symptoms and did not die. Oh, really? So, 14 ever. Interesting. And uh, the reasons why nobody really, I couldn't find anything. Showed symptoms and didn't die? Yeah, 14 people but ever. But they received the vaccine though, right? Yeah. Okay. But it was, well, I, I think we had so. a story on one of them. I think so. We had a story on one of them on that episode 12. Did we? Yeah. I can't remember. But so, so that's why it wasn't the 100% kill rate because he did. Yeah, you're right. Because it. it was like, there's like a few people who have not died. So, but I'm still saying 100%. I'm not saying 99. Well, he's still got the vaccine though. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, you got to get the vaccine. Yeah. Well, he showed symptoms. They gave him the vaccine and then, yeah. which normally doesn't work. But I guess it worked for that guy. Lucky that guy. Yeah. Uh, in many places, people use an oral vaccine, and, and they use that to bait in local wildlife. Oh. So, um, to eat, and then, therefore, they have the vaccine. Okay. This has been done, like, I know if specifically it's been done in Canada, somewhere, uh, I can't remember exactly where, but they did it for all the raccoons. Oh. Because we're... we're <laughs> Canada has, like, I think it's Toronto, they have, or some, I can't remember exactly where in Canada, but they have a huge raccoon population and oh. to get rid of rabies they um they use these little things and uh threw them out there and the raccoons ate them oh anti-rabies hey right on. works and in a sense you really only need to vaccinate around 70 percent of say like a dog or raccoon population and then that will help the whole rabies thing okay. get together and not not produce more okay. rabies. boy how do those raccoons pay for those vaccinations <laughs> All right, so we learned a lot about rabies. So, well, they do look like burglars, don't they? <laughs> they do. Raccoons, don't they look like burglars? <laughs> they do. <laughs> so they just sneak in through the chimneys of people's homes yeah. and take some uh, watches and cash. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so how about we get to some stories? Okay. Our first story is one we could have used for our famous people killed by animals episodes. And we actually did have, in one of those episodes, we did cover a famous person who got killed by rabies. I can't remember his name, but he was a famous actor in the Philippines. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. He got bit by a infected puppy. Oh. Just a puppy. Wow. Anyway, so this story is kind of similar in those regards. And actually, well, this story is pretty far back in time. You know what that means, Dave? Oh, the time machine. Sometime. Somewhere. All right, so we hop in the time machine, and we're going to the mid-1800s. Okay. And let's meet a woman. She goes by the name Ada Clare. And Ada is an American actress and writer. She was born in Charleston, South Carolina in 1834. She grew up in part of an aristocratic Southern family. Ooh. So she probably, she probably lived on a plantation as well. Yeah. Probably had some slaves too. Back the, yep. It would have been yep. back then. Yeah. All right. So she started her career when she left the comforts of her home at the age of 19 years old, she moved to New York city. She first got a job as a columnist in newspapers she gained a bit of a following and became kind of a celebrity in huh. New York City area. And New Yorkers were uh, astonished to read in their press the worldly letters written by a, a woman, let alone a, such a young woman. Women didn't really have many jobs back no. then. 
So while pursuing a career as a writer, she also sought out acting roles on the stage. Her early early performances were not outstanding. However, she did improve with time. She would later perform before 2,000 people with another great actor. This is, this is my favorite part of the story. She worked with John Wilkes Booth. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah. Uh, the man who killed President Lincoln was wow. an actor, and she worked with him. Kind of cool, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, you it's think like, about it. You never know what you're going to run into during his stories. Yeah. So it's a funny thing that has happened. All right. At one point, she traveled to Paris and had a relationship with a famous uh, concert pianist, Louise Moreau Gottschalk. Huh. Louise Moreau. That sounds French, and then Gottschalk. Yeah. That doesn't. But yeah, that's his name. After her return from Paris back to New York, she gave birth to a son, an illegitimate son. Uh-oh. And it was believed to be from... Is it Wilkes' kid? <laughs> no, it was believed to be from Gottschalk. Oh. Uh, now, at this time period, respectable women like herself were not supposed to have sexual desires in general, uh, much less express them in having sex outside of marriage. Hmm. How dare she? <laughs> Um, rather than following the pre-existing scripts of a woman in her situation, she uh, she embraced being a single mother. Hey. She was open about raising her child out of wetlock and used her newspaper column to talk about her views about sexuality. She was uh, kind of ahead of her time, if you think about it. Like, yeah. I mean, nowadays that wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, being a single mother like that—that that happens all the time. But yeah, back back then it was, it was, ugh, it was frowned upon. Yeah. And during the height of her career, she became known as the Queen of Bohemia. Oh, interesting. Do you know what that Why means? Bohemia. Do you know what Bohemia means? Bohemia isn't that part of a uh, part of the, Slavic or? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was part of part of the Czech Republic. I think is it. Yeah, I, that's what I got out of it. But, like, the term meant something different back then. They misinterpreted it, and it meant, like, Romani gypsy type of thing. Okay. Uh, I'm not totally certain on that, but that's she was the queen of Bohemia. Mm. Queen of the gypsies. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, she did write a novel entitled Only a Woman's Heart. Her novel, though, was poorly received by reviews... Uh, who criticized her for lack of skill <laughs> with Which, plot and dialogue. Back then, it was probably the truth of it was probably because she was she was a woman, had an illegitimate child with and was a woman. Yeah, yeah, that might have yeah. that might have been the case. And, well, this hit her pretty hard. It was devastating by this, and she kind of kept to the down low oh. after that. In 1868, she did get married though to an actor named Frank Noyes in Houston, Texas. But man, can you imagine living in a place like Houston at the time at a time before air conditioning? Oh man. Wouldn't doesn't that sound awful? Yeah. Houston without air conditioning. Oh. And like I said, vaccines were the greatest invention. You know what? I'm gonna put uh air air conditioning in front of vaccines. <laughs> vaccines could be number two. Air conditioning's number one. Nice, yeah. <laughs> Cause uh yeah, if you were in the in the muggy heat there, you'd rather die, I think. Yeah. Houston, especially. All right. Um, now, there isn't much known about her death 
all my sources only had like a sentence or two about it. Well, it's because she was in Houston in the summertime. <laughs> Not but in 1874, she was in her theater agent's office when she was bitten by the agent's dog. Hmm. Not long after, she started showing symptoms. Oh. And she eventually died from the rabies. It's the rabies! Get to the chopper! Okay, yeah. <laughs> Dave and I just did that. <laughs> we thought it was uh, pretty funny with Arnold Schwarzenegger in there. Who who wouldn't? <laughs> so we'll, we're going to be using that clip as well as our other clip for rabies now. <laughs> I don't know have to be choosing which one to do. Yeah. All right. That's, that's weird that it was the owner's pet. Yeah. She's the only one that... Well, actually, yeah, back then you get rabies, it was pretty much a death sentence, and it makes makes you wonder if this agent's dog infected more people. Yeah, or even why the agent's still alive, you know? Yeah, or if it, it attacked anyone else, if it, if it was just chilling in his office all the time. Yeah. Some unanswered questions about the agent and his dog. Hmm. hmm. But that Inquiring is our... Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, but that is our first story about Ada Claire. She sounds really interesting. Yeah. That's why I added all that extra stuff. Okay. But yeah, she was pretty interesting. Okay, so our next story comes from Ghana in West Africa and is actually from February of this year. We meet a 25-year-old woman named Victoria Jayo, I think. She was a seamstress in the Ashanti region. Where's that? In um, Ghana. Okay. Ghana's in West Africa. So it's more tropical? Eh, I don't know about that. Mm. I don't know the exact climate of Ghana. Mm. But probably a little bit more. I I don't know. Don't quote me on it. Well, I'm not going to go to Ghana. That didn't work (laughs) You tried. I I see where you're you're going for. (laughs) Was that just a setup? (laughs) What? No, no. Okay. Victoria was bitten by a stray dog a few months before she, uh, a few months before, uh, she was bitten on the forehead oh, wow. and the buttocks. Well, that would be fast then. Yeah. You're already bitten on the head. I don't, it said, it didn't really give me a proper time period of, of everything. It just okay. said a few months and I don't, I don't know how long that means. Huh. So maybe it could have been sooner. I don't know. Well, actually, no, it's because this happened in February and they said she got bit the year the year before. So oh, in really? December. Okay. So it was oh, about maybe okay. a month or two. Doesn't, all right, doesn't matter. But she could not afford the anti-rabies oh. vaccine due to financial difficulties. Which is a common tale. Oh, that's sad. She began to show symptoms and died in a hospital a few days later. Hmm. This was the second death by rabies in the Ashanti region uh, in the year by February. So in two months, two people have died. <sighs> After her death, there was a, max, uh, a mass vaccination of dogs within the area. And in some good news... A Isn't not- that sad? Yeah. They'll vaccinate the dogs. I imagine it's the same vaccine, right? Uh, that I don't know. I don't, I don't know if know. it's different. Like canine vex. I don't know if canine uh, vaccine is different or similar to human vaccine. Mm. I don't know. So maybe it's different. Gee, maybe, you know, instead of if I ever got bit, instead of having to pay the ten thousand, I'll probably just go into PetSmart, pretend I'm a dog, you know, <laughs> rawr, rawr, see if they'll just 
Should or be up just there, you know. Bribe a, a veterinarian. Hey, <laughs> you can go. you give me that a little you bit of that? I see, huh? Nobody's looking. Yeah, but in some good news, a non-governmental organization based in the UK called Mission Rabies has provided about seven thousand doses of vaccines to vaccinate dogs free of charge. Hmm. So hopefully that helps with the problems there. I mean, if you get rid of the problem in the dogs, it's not going to affect the humans. So yeah. maybe hitting well, it from that well, angle is probably less. better, but. Um, yeah. still, uh, people can't afford the vaccine a lot of the times, which is yeah. a, a must, big problem. You know, I'll bet it's an insurance thing, you know, cause, um, if they, if they're vaccine, mass vaccinating dogs, it's preventative medication. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they like to cover is preventative, I not see. something that's already a problem. Yeah. Possibly. So. That'd be funny if, well, no, it wouldn't be funny. It wouldn't but be funny, but. It makes sense to me. All right. It's, anyway. Okay, so here's another story. This one comes from South Carolina back in 2011. An unnamed 46-year-old woman awoke one summer night to find a bat in her room. She shook the bat out of her curtains and then it flew off out the window. The bat must have bitten or scratched her, though. Oh. Because in December, she went to the hospital with shortness of breath, excessive sweating, and the chills. Now, her symptoms were very similar to those of heart disease. Hmm. And she had heart problems before this. So she was transferred by another hospital to be examined by her cardiologist. But just a few hours later, after her arrival at the new hospital, she stopped breathing and was taken to the intensive care unit where she was put on a ventilator for several days. Her condition worsened, and her organs started to fail. Five days after she was admitted to the hospital, additional interviews with her family revealed that she had seen bats in her home the previous summer. Uh, Her doctor sent samples of her skin and saliva to the CDC to be tested for rabies. The woman would eventually die, obviously. This was the first rabies-related death in 50 years in South Carolina. Wow. And apparently she did contact animal control on having bats removed from her home. But she was not advised of the risks associated with bats and rabies. They just forgot to mention it to her. Like yeah. Well, if you think about it, you know, 50 years have gone by. You, know, you get a little complacent yeah. as to the risk, well, and you know. The, a lack of knowledge is the real killer here. Mm. So, I mean, before doing this show, if I got bit by a bat, I'd be like, oh, stupid bat bit me. Yeah. You know, I may have looked into it, but I don't know what I know now. Yeah. So, knowledge is how you win. Yeah. And people who have seen bats in their homes are generally advised to seek treatment because... Uh, bat bites are, and scratches can go unnoticed. This came from the article. Oh, okay. So even if, I mean, I don't know if you, if you see one bat around your house, you, oh, I got to get the $10,000 rabies. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's the case, but if it comes in the house, it's possible. I mean, yeah. You never, like, if you feel something while you're sleeping, that's when it happens most of the time. Yeah. So if any listeners have bats in their homes, get rid of them. Mm hmm. So, Dave, you have a story for us, too, right? Yeah. All right, so how about you share yours? Okay, so mine's not an actual just single attack story. It's not very as detailed. But this this happened in uh, March 2018, so fairly recent. Okay. 
what happened is uh, there was a huge, this was in Thailand. And in March, they had, uh, they were rushing uh, to contain a spread of rabies happening in Thailand. Okay. Um, the virus had been detected in 40 provinces there. Wow. Including Bangkok. You know, three people had died that year, which had got, which was up from the previous year already. Okay. So um, that's why, the, the, you know, the authorities try to say it's under control. But it wasn't at that time. But they, they have a plan implemented because they were aiming to vaccinate 10 million dogs and cats by September. So that's a period of that's six months. That's a lot of dogs and cats. Yeah, it is. So I'm thinking, what in the world? You got to spray maybe helicopter yeah, spray. How are you going to do that? No, like mosquitoes. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so how bad was the outbreak? Well, there were 400 confirmed cases in Thailand are since these the human beginning cases of the year. Or animals. It, 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 in, in animals. Okay. Um, and uh, and that was from the beginning. Of the year. So that's a three month period. There were 400 cases there. Dogs were the main car- carrier. Mm-hmm. In Thailand, followed by this one's a little different. Cows. Cows, yeah. Yeah. I've heard of And then cats. And yeah. Then cats. I've heard of cattle being well, we I think I mentioned it, but okay. yeah, cattle and farm animals can definitely be infected by Yeah, it. I thought that was uh, that was odd though they were so high up there too. But I guess well, you know Thailand about it, has a lot Well yeah, if you think about it, it makes sense why cattle they're really easy for like a say a predatory animal to That's true, let, yeah. To keep to yeah, get, get by and just bite them real quick, and the cows can shoo them off or whatever. Yeah, so that makes sense. Plus, I guess based on my limited understanding, I think in in you know Bangkok, Thailand area, you uh, owning a cow was like owning a house. Everyone tries to have oh, one. Okay. You know, I I, know I, I could be wrong, but I think that's kind of one of the things everyone does. They hmm. have one of those. Interesting. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so and they also then ha- made a lot passed a law saying, hey. If you've got a pet animal, it's got to be vaccinated. Right. Um, if you if you're not or immunize it, you know immunize right. the, the immunization of it. Um, the failure to immunize your pet is an offense punishable by a two hundred baht fine, which equates to six dollars and forty cents. <laughs> <laughs> Still cheaper than having to get it yourself. So yeah, it's, I, I, it's funny because I don't think it's not like oh I better rush and get my animal in there like eh. You know, people are probably like, eh, you got to raise that up, I think. But then you'll probably get to a place where people don't even pay it. But you're just trying to get them to get them vaccinated. But anyway, that's huge. Ten million. You know, I wonder how that went It puts everything else to shame, you know, like, um, you know, when a woman can't even afford to get hers done and they're able to do 10 million animals. And then that that center in UK, what do they give? What was it, 1,500 vaccinations or 15,000 vaccinations? Something like that. Yeah, it was was a lot. Yeah, it doesn't even come close to the den of of 10 million. Yeah, that makes it. I didn't think about it until we started just now, but like, is the dog vaccine different or is it the same? I don't know. know. Well, it's it's the same as it. Oh, you mean the vaccination? No. Vaccination. The, The rabies itself is the same, but. Yeah, the vaccination can vary. But yeah, apparently they got that under control. That's all you do. Um, just how we. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Well, I, I don't know if I could, should talk about it. Were you? Did you have a story about Disney World? No. Oh, okay. So I, we mentioned this in uh, the recent. I think in a recent episode, uh, Disney World had a had a recent outbreak in their cats. Yeah, because they, they have found, their, They keep cats there to kill the mice yeah, and rats. Yeah, and nighttime. they found they found. Uh, I don't know if it was one or two that had rabies, mm. and so they're like, "Well, they told everyone stay away from them for about a thirty day period." Yeah, 
and then they're taking care of it. They're making sure all the cats now yeah. get it. Right. But yeah. Oh, sorry. Rabies actually is very preventative in a lot of ways. Cause I mean, there is a vaccine. Yeah. It's just, you gotta get, first you gotta get to the dogs most, mm-hmm. mostly. And then, I mean, it's just really, I don't know why it's so expensive. I, I wonder if it's because it's some kind of an emergency thing. Like, like I said, I, I think I could be wrong, but I think we get, we get an immunization, rabies immunization mm-hmm. growing up, you know, everyone's got it and your pets get it, but they can still develop rabies, mm-hmm. you know, if bitten. Um, it's, it, it's not a hundred percent certain, I think that they would develop it, but you still get it done just in case as a, you know, once you get bitten, it becomes an emergency one, and maybe it's a hyped-up dose of it or something. Because now you're getting a four. Yeah. You know, humans four. get it four times. I don't know if the animals know. have to, but and there's still so many things we don't know. I, yeah. It. I mean, we've done this is our second episode covering it. Yeah. We're still have questions about it. You it's, know? it's but that could also be you know like like the case of uh, uh, what was her name Addie Claire Addie Clara. Yeah. Where you know she got bit by an uh, a, a, an owner an owner's oh, yeah. pet. And she's the one that died. Nobody else did. Well, you know? that we the know owner of. was still there. Yeah. So, this was, that was before the vaccine So it existed. could be, he, maybe he was bit too, but he maybe he'd already had a vaccination prior. And well, he, didn't that, was, that was before vaccines. Oh, was it? Yeah. Hey, so. Maybe it just doesn't <laughs> maybe, react. To it. Maybe, you know, it could be just like any other virus where, it you know, not everybody becomes affected. You know, it's a case Possibly. by case basis. I guess we don't know. Right. I actually, uh, I met a guy at a party not too long ago and he... He told me he got the rabies vaccine twice. Oh, really? <laughs> he said to get it twice from being bitten. Oh, wow. Like, oh. So that made me have more questions about it, but he was way too drunk to talk to. Oh, darn. <laughs> all right. Oh. All right. So, all right. Thanks, Dave. So yeah. we learned a few more few more things, and we also added more questions that we don't know. <laughs> so I don't know if that helped, but. <laughs> okay. I've got uh, one more story for us, and this, this is a good one. I like this one. Uh, This one takes place in New London, Connecticut. And it happened actually just in April of this year. I'm surprised I missed it for our recent episodes. Um, Let's meet a man named Michael Popkowski. Popkowski. Nice. He is is 70 years old. Michael and three buddies are out golfing. Something... Uh, they do like three times a week at the Mohegan Sun Golf Course. Hmm. Uh, rich, silver-haired white guys—they love their golf. <laughs> you know, I like golf too, though. Uh, I get—I mean, it's frustrating for sure, but I'm actually not a bad golfer. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you don't—you've never. Do you really golf? I've golfed before. Yeah, it's not my thing. I mean, I need to take your son out because uh, he—he hits left-handed. I, I hit left-handed too, so he can use my clubs. Oh, okay. But yeah, I'll take him out sometime. Yeah, yeah, golfing's fun. I like golfing. All right, back to the story. At around 8.30 a.m., they were playing in the on the seventh hole. Uh, Michael teed off, and he hit his ball to the right of the fairway. Uh, also, his, one of his buddies named John hit a ball in the same vicinity. So the two went uh, to locate their balls. <laughs> 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 this juvenile joke right there. Uh, Michael was about to shoot his um, second shot when John yells, Look out! John said, Look out because a bobcat was going to attack Michael. Wow. The bob- wait, wait, they're playing golf. Isn't he supposed to yell four? 
four legs coming at you. <laughs> uh, the bobcat leapt up, going for Michael's face. Whoa. But thanks to the warning, he was able to turn his back towards it. So the bobcat hit his back instead. Gee. And actually knocked him down. Wow. Michael and the bobcat tumbled around for two to three minutes. Wow. And John was Holy trying. Moly. John is standing there and trying to hit the bobcat with his club. But he's <laughs> trying to hit well, him. No, but no, he, no. But he couldn't. What is he? He won't stay on the tee. <laughs> I can't get him. Well, he doesn't want to hit his buddy, right? <laughs> They're rolling around together. He doesn't want to accidentally whack my, uh, his buddy Yeah, there. that turned into an Adam Sandler film or something. <laughs> it's in the nuts. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's what's going on. The, and the bobcat is clawing, clawing at him, biting him. Uh, he had injuries to his scalp, his ears, shoulders, and his arms. Wow. For whatever reason, though, the bobcat let go and rolled into a sand trap. Huh. Yeah. And John got some good shots in there with the golf club. <laughs> then he goes after it. And he goes after it. But to everyone's surprise, the bobcat was able to get up and run off. Wow. I don't know. I mean, hitting somebody with a golf club, that could really do some damage. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Maybe he's just a really old guy. Jeez. Swinging a golf club. I don't know. But it, was, it managed to get up. Huh. Later, Must have just been using a one iron. <laughs> a one iron. I don't think there is. A, there's no one iron. It's not a thing. <laughs> you could have said, yeah, said nine iron. Okay. <laughs> there's okay. there's okay. no one iron. I'm not good enough a girl there's to a, know. The one wood. That's what you use to, to oh, your driver. Oh, yeah. One through four is drivers, right? One or through. One through with, no, three starts no, no, the iron, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you start at three, but there's okay. a, a one Three and a five wood as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're golfing. You don't know much about it. No, nah. I'm not rich. I'm not old white. Old I'm, white. I'm certainly not rich. <laughs> I like to golf. But uh, after the attack, Michael and his buddies got into their carts and returned to the clubhouse where an ambulance took Michael to uh, the hospital in Norwich. Before the bobcat attacked Michael, it actually attacked a 13-year-old horse. Oh, wow. The horse was later uh, confirmed to have rabies. Hmm. Or, sorry, not the horse. The bobcat. Sorry. The bobcat. Oh, so they found the, the They bobcat. found the bobcat, yes. Oh, okay. uh, the bobcat was later to, was confirmed to have rabies later. Both Michael and the horse named Bell, Bella, they received the vaccine and are expected to recover just fine. Oh, but yes, wow. they uh, authorities did find the bobcat and killed it, and they shot it. So they, it was confirmed to have rabies. So. Okay. Yeah, bobcats are. We've had a couple of bobcat stories on with rabies. Mm -hmm. If you remember one of our really early episodes, we had a, a grandmother who had to strangle a bobcat with her bare hands. Yeah. So, yeah, we've had a lot of rabies stories like that. Yeah. But I like that story. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. That's crazy. I wonder how fast that would have worked, you know, with them being mauled with the scalp and everything. Yeah. It makes you wonder. I don't know if that would have worked really fast on him. You know, it's a good thing he got the vaccination. Then. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, there's actually a film I want to talk about. Um, I literally just watched this last night. Oh, yeah? The movie is... Cujo. 
<laughs> Dave, you haven't seen it? No, but I, uh, yeah, I know it's a Stephen King yeah. story. It was pretty good. Was it? Yeah, it was okay. It was not bad. The movie was made in 1983 and is based on the Stephen King novel of the same name. And since it's Stephen King, the movie takes place in Maine, like all of his <laughs> all of his stories do. All right, so I'll, I'll go over a little bit about a little about the plot. Okay. So in the beginning, uh, a friendly Saint Bernard dog named Cujo chases a rabbit into a small cave. Cujo sticks his head inside when he is bitten by a rabid bat. On his nose. Mm. So they did that properly. Um, Throughout the movie, you see Cujo's transformation from a big friendly dog to a rabid killer. Mm. Cujo kills like three men in the movie. Oh, and the the main character and her son. So they get stuck in their broken down Ford Pinto while Cujo is outside and goes after the woman every time she tries to get out and do oh. something. So they're they're stuck in the car and they've been they've been trapped there for a couple of days. Oh wow. And with no food and no water. And it's really hot outside. Oh. So that's doing a big effect especially to the it's just a young boy of like 5 years old. Hmm. Uh, finally though, the woman fights off Cujo with a baseball bat. And until it breaks and she stabs Cujo with the part of the oh, back. Oh, okay. Oh, and before that happened, a cop came by and the Cujo attacked the cop and his uh, gun fell by the side of the barn. So she eventually will get the gun. That's why oh. I said that. You just described the whole story, didn't you? No, it's not really? done. Oh. But yeah, pretty much. Well, we should have done a spoiler alert for this film from the 1990s, I believe it was. <laughs> 80s. 80s. Oh. <laughs> uh, the woman takes her son into the house and receive, uh, revives him because he was overheated and passed out. Oh. Then Cujo breaks in through the window, which was... So he wasn't dead? No, he wasn't dead yet. But Dude, she, has a, she, she has a gun now and shoots Cujo. Oh. Finally. You don't see it, but you hear the gun go off. And then, you know, that was, that was, it ends, it, the ending was kind of lousy, but mm. it ends uh, there. It makes it interesting, you know, mm-hmm. like... It's still going on. <laughs> but yeah, and it, it wasn't a bad movie, but it puts over the, like the, how dangerous rabies is. I mean, I think they made Cujo probably a little too aggressive, and mm. I don't know if a dog would act quite like that, but maybe, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's happened. But the, the movie had pretty mixed reviews, and it sits at a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 6.1 on IMDb, so on 60%. Huh. Uh, I'm a pretty easygoing film critic, so I, I liked it overall. And it was a, a very modest box office success. And despite the mixed reception, Stephen King called the film terrific. Oh, nice. And he it's one of his favorite uh, adaptations of his novels. Oh, okay. Interesting. And like a lot of movies over the years, it's kind of gained like a cult-like following. A lot of those 80s movies are now becoming popular again. And Cujo is kind of one of them. So yeah, watch Cujo if you haven't. It wasn't bad at all. I liked it. But Dave, that is going to wrap up the episode. Unless you have any questions about rabies that I may or may not know. Uh, No, I think I'm... Cal. There's, oh, there's lot, still huh? questions. There's still a lot yeah. more. That's yeah, that happened. There's a lot more questions now. Yeah. We'll have to do a third guy. Yeah. <laughs> third rabies episode sometime. <laughs> but yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed the episode and you learned a bit more about rabies and hopefully we didn't scare anyone too bad. 
and or be hypochondriac about it. Yeah. Dave is a little bit. <laughs> so next week, if everything goes correct correctly, we are going to do a rodeo themed episode. So, you know, we'll kind of talk about rodeos, maybe a little bit of history, and go over some accidents and maybe some deaths. Yeehaw. <laughs> that was a good time even that one. <laughs> Um, we also plan on having a special guest next week as well. She's a, kind of a new friend of ours, and she knows a lot about rodeos and horses. So it should be a good show. Uh, make sure to tune in next week. Yeah. Maybe we'll have it on. We've been all over the place with our days of recording oh, yeah. the last few weeks. Normally it's on Thursdays. Thursdays. We've been doing it Saturdays and Fridays, so it's just whenever we can. We'll yeah. try to stick to Thursdays. It's got to get one a week, though. Yeah. I'm trying to keep that going. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave, we do have a shout-out to give this week. All right. So, thank you, Sharky33. Sharky33. <laughs> and so I'm going to read the review because it's kind of funny. Uh, I like the name. <laughs> yeah, Sharky33 says, Force of Nature is pure fun. Imagine Wayne's world, except Garth Algar is Tommy Chong. <laughs> and instead of music, they riff on animal attacks. <laughs> Excellent. Far out. Excellent. I don't know if you're Tommy Chong or <laughs> I would think so, but uh, Dave is not the stoner type, but Hey, we'll, we'll take that. Thank you very much. I really like that review. So thank you very much. Yeah, Sharky thank you. 33. But Dave, um, if anyone else wants to make a review and get a shout out, what can they do for us? They can go to iTunes, Apple podcast, wherever you listen to subscribe, rate review, give us five stars, say something you like. Really helps us show out. Gives us more listeners. Helps us get some some notification from other people. And uh, take it over, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really helps. So it, uh, go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, any whatever platform you use, or go to, go to our Facebook page. That's another good one. And uh, leave us a review, and we'll definitely give you a shout out to anyone who does. But. If you want to be an even more wonderful, amazing person, become a producer of the show, you can go to PayPal or Venmo and leave a donation. The size of that donation, up to you. It doesn't matter. We will appreciate anything. Yeah. Uh, so, like I've said, I've been saying lately that we want to get some merch going. That's true. We do. Um I haven't come up with a good logo f for us yet. So uh, another thing, if anybody has a cool logo, a logo idea for us, feel free to send it in and help us out with that. Yeah. But if you want to donate, you can go uh, to PayPal. You can find us by our email, forceofnaturepod at gmail.com or on Venmo on my personal account, Matthew-Hamilton-51. And all that info is in the description below. And remember, we say this every week as well. Feel free to contact us if you ever want to. Tell us a cool animal-related story of you or someone you know, and we, then we can share it on the show as well. Uh, or if you want to suggest an episode idea or just want to ask a question or say hi, please feel free. You can email us or message us on Facebook. Also, help us grow by recommending us to family and friends. Tell them we are on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. We're on all the platforms we need to be on. Dave, do you have anything to add? No, I'm good. All right. Well, let's ask him. We got to ask him. Uh, right. Colonel Cheetor? Uh, hey, guys. We have a visitor. Hello. My name is Liz Conk. Uh, it has been a long time, my friends. I have not seen you. <laughs> uh, do you have any more wine? Uh, oh, and by the way, I think I might have the rabies. 
Cheetor, what the hell? We told you oh, not to bring him back again. here. <laughs> Damn it. Get him All out. Right, well, he's going to start. All right, come on, guys. Uh, let's gunk you crack. Right, well, while Dave's taking care of that, this is Force of Nature podcast. Oh. Tell your friends, be a part of building us up, and we will see you next week. Bye. Get out of here.